trying to be the Marie Kondo of drag. Hola chicas, bienvenidas a ¿Quién es la más? My name is Yiyi. And I'm Braulio. And before we start, like always, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It would help us immensely to get the word out about our little show here. We appreciate all the support. Yes, uh, tranquila, porque no eres de Brooklyn. Tranquila, porque no eres de Brooklyn. Uh, one of the, uh, I think that's going to be a memorable quote from this episode. Um, this is episode three of La Mastraga. And it's just titled La Mas Fichera, right? Mm-hmm. Must be well, now what they've been doing, they just do La Mas and then they leave it blank. Because they keep fucking up <laughs> either that or they just wanted to keep it a secret from like the the viewers oh yeah uh yeah so what did you think of this week's episode mm, no one knew what a fichetta was <laughs> and they all came up with their own uh idea of it i guess and in that sense like as we saw, like with the judges, they were like, um, that's not a fichera, that's not a fichera. And I mean, I get it, but they could have clarified, or I wonder how much time they had to Google it. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it's understandable, but I think overall, it was a good idea that didn't pay off because no one knew what it was. What is it? Well, don't ask me either, because I don't know what it is. Well, I think it's obviously a, a movie thing. Like a Johnny said that it was from like the 70s. So it kind of gives me like exploitation vibes. Like, you know, when they had <laughs> black exploitation movies, kind of like that. But like, obviously, in Mexico. So I think it was like on the edge of being like, rated x or whatever but not quite there and rated x for that time which is like showing a leg and you're like oh. <laughs> yeah showing your ankle and it's like oh. yeah slut i mean i haven't i don't think i've ever seen one of those movies but i can imagine them like showing boobs and stuff because you know i think it it evolves as these things always do, it revolves around exploiting the woman's body. Hmm. So, so it's not that much different that. from today. <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah, I mean, that's how I define it, I guess, or that's my view of it. Yeah, it was, I, I Googled it and I tried to research it. I mean, I didn't do extensive research, but, um, the I just found like, like it was a genre of film. It didn't really specify that it was yeah. like somebody, like a character. But what the judge this week, she said that it's more of a like a waitress. 
She plays the role of a waitress mm-hmm. and she's just kind of giving the guys the drinks, flirting with them so they'll drink more and kind of insinuating mm-hmm. that they would do even more if they would buy more yeah. drinks or give them more money. And then yeah. there were the showgirls who were on stage. So they didn't really dress up like any, mm-hmm. like with costumes and feathers and things. Yeah. And we'll see that kind of get lost in um, in the girls' performance, I guess, on the Pasarela. Because a lot of them did like a whole show. And if we're taking in mind what, what's her name? Alejandra, I think. Yeah, Alejandra Bogue. Yeah, Alejandra Bogue. So if we're taking what she said in consideration, then why were the girls doing all these uh, flips and dancing and all this when all they had to do is do the waitress thing? (laughs) Yeah, I think it was one of these challenges that they just judged it based on who they liked more because everybody missed the mark. Except for one, which I'm going to kind of one, which we'll get there. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this episode. The contestants are starting to get on each other's nerves and begin to fight about how messy the dressing room is. Mr. Boo gets off her broom and starts to fight with everyone about how unorganized they are. Stupid Drag wants to find a place to lie down and sleep. And Madison wants to find her feathers. So I'm talking about the, this is the first time I think we've, they've um, started the show without Johnny coming in. Yeah. They got right into like the backstage drama. Usually that comes after, but yeah. Yeah. Let's go with the first person, which she was in the middle of everything. Mr. Boo was calling out everybody and trying to be the Marie Kondo of drag, trying to organize the whole dressing room. Yeah. And I think she fires that she she comes at Hunty because she moved Mista's stuff to the floor instead of like hanging it or doing anything other than just treating it like trash. And she was offended. Um, well, some of her stuff looks like trash. It's like... <laughs> She's just like, oh, this is trash. yeah. That bottle of water that they were fighting over, maybe that could have been from one of her performances. And yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell. So that's just kind of like the base, the basis, the basis of it. Yeah, yeah. The, the problem that happened. What did you think of Miss Taboo calling everybody out? Um, I mean, being the oldest, I guess <laughs> she's gonna be the mama. So she's got to make the kids clean up their rooms. Uh, But I think it's more of her like just being anal about things. (laughs) Because, I mean, you're working with a bunch of people, so it's going to be messy. And that space seems really small, too. So you can only get so angry. And I think she just, I don't know, she just was on her period or something. And she just crossed that line. Um, I, I didn't think it was that big a deal for her to get mad, but her personality and mine are different. So I think it's one of those situations where she is very stressed out and mm-hmm. any little thing is going to set her she off. She needs her coffee. She needs her coffee. She <laughs> needs her morning coffee. Uh, yes. And it's going to affect her, um, how she feels. Mood. Her mood. Yes. So, 
it I don't even think she cares. <laughs> She's just going off because she yeah. wants to go off. And of course, she's all like, well, I just want them to be more organized and just that. And I think it's just her. I mean, it would get on somebody's nerves, but that's not the way to do it. That's not the way to fix the problem, to call everybody out and be like, yeah. you guys are messy. Why is this on the floor? Why is uh, this girl sleeping on the floor? That's not going to fix anything. Yeah. And similarly, some of the girls who kind of stepped in to quote unquote, try to stop the argument only ended up adding fuel to the fire like stupid drag. She gets called out for working on on the floor, like where they're walking and stuff. And she stands up for herself and she starts waving scissors around. Um, and it's like, oh, be careful with that. She kind of was, I guess, threatening to cut their wigs. Well, not really. <laughs> I, I added that part, but um some of them need to cut their wigs. <laughs> Definitely. And we'll talk about that during the runway. Um, but who was the other one? Ivisa. Ivisa as well. Like she started yelling to try to stop everyone else's yelling. <laughs> but she was like gesturing with her hands loudly and it only aggravated everything. Yeah, you can't stop somebody being loud by being loud. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're just going to get more loud. And yeah, I think the problem with Stupid Drag, I think they just have a problem with her, period. Because <laughs> they're not close to her. And they're just like, why is she doing this? Like, everything is going to bother them. I know. They were complaining about her sleeping a lot. And it's like, why is that your business? Exactly. And she was on the cor- she was in the corner. It's not like she was like right there in the middle of the walkway. Yeah, but Miss Taboo owns everything. She owns the whole floor. So <laughs> it's just it's very petty. They're all getting on each other's nerves. And yeah, it's only the third episode, and they're already like fighting. Well, now that uh, spoiler alert. Stupid drag is gone. They're gonna have to find somebody else to fight up. To pick on. Yeah, to pick on. And this is where you saw, I guess, some of the real feelings and emotions come out. Mm-hmm. Because uh Miss Tabu starts getting into it with Regina. Because Regina tells her, Well, you moved out of your space, you moved to the floor, you're taking a big space on the floor too, and that's your choice. And then Mista starts to call her Vale, and she's like, No, it's not Vale, it's mm-hmm. Regina. So that obviously bothers her. Oh, yeah. To be compared with another queen so often. It's fine when it's like once in a while and it's with love. But at that point, she was trying to pick on her. But the most touching part was Madison fighting for her right to have feathers. And she brings like everyone together. They start crying together. (laughs) And it's like a... Very special Christmas episode without the Christmas. So, what was her thing? She wanted she because some she thinks somebody stole her stuff, right? Yeah, her feathers specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't think anybody would steal it because where would you put it to steal it? You would have to see somebody take it. Somebody would have to see somebody steal it. Yeah, it just got misplaced. I assume. Or maybe if you're gonna steal something. You're gonna steal a wig, and not feathers. Yeah, who's gonna steal feathers? That's dumb. 
I mean, this was just like messy. Everybody was just getting into it. Just like the dressing room. It was messy, messy, messy. They were all getting into it. They were all kind of like, it was that moment where, you know, you just want to get something out and everybody's just fighting already. So you're just like, well, let me add this. This girl mm-hmm. has been getting on my nerves since the beginning. So let me go in right now. And that's kind of what what was happening. But Mr. Boo was the center of everything. She was kind of, she doesn't know how to communicate. And that's going to be a big problem, I think, later on as well. Yeah. Or maybe she was just trying to get everyone, you know, like break everyone's concentration so that they can leave before she does. I don't know. Well, maybe. Maybe she's a... Witchcraft. Yeah, witchcraft. Maybe she stole her feathers and used it for witchcraft. Huh. <laughs> um, it's very possible. Yeah. Uh, I think just the way that Mista was acting really, it like really turned me off. It was just like, why are you being so, like she was getting very defensive when she was the one that brought the thing up. She was the one that brought the issue up. And she was all getting yeah. defensive. She was getting an attitude. And... It's like, why, if you really want to fix something, you need to go like one-on-one or be calm about it. And and then she was acting like everybody was coming against her and that she just wanted the best for everybody. So I was just like, really? You're going to yeah. do that? That's kind of shitty. It is. It was. Again, she probably didn't have her morning coffee. That was... That's why she was in the mood or something, because it didn't make sense too much. You'd think they, if they're sharing a space, you'd think they want to uh, minimize any problems. And there's a way to approach things. So if she has a problem with their messiness, I guess, then there's a way to tell them without yelling and accusing. I agree. Okay, so Johnny Carmona walks in to introduce this week's challenge. The contestants are to present a look inspired by the genre of Mexican cinema known as ficheras. The winner will be named La Mas Fichera. But that's not all. Pepe y Teo introduce a second challenge. The contestants have to get in quick drag and in two teams learn a dance routine and perform it on stage. The best from each group will win. So, we already talked about the ficheras. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Pepe, they'll come in. They're trying to do a dance challenge. Everybody's scared because they're not dancers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's obvious. We've learned that from the first episode that they're not really performers. Yeah. And then, um, so yeah, what's the guy's name? I forgot it. No, wait, I think I wrote his name. Jorge Boyoli. That's the... Mm-hmm. The choreographer that comes in and tries to, yeah, yeah. the instructor and choreographs a number for them. So, yeah, Yeah. what did you think of this little challenge of the rehearsals? Anything that stood out? Well, besides having to do the choreography, they also had to do Insta Drag, and that did not go well. They all looked tore up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which, I mean, Obviously, ten minutes to get ready. It's it's never gonna go well. <laughs> I think the one that looked best was maybe Madison, just because you know her face is already like plumped up. 
So it doesn't yeah, take she much to much. look like a woman. Just a little ponytail, a little, little lip gloss. She's ready. <laughs> that lip gloss was popping. Um, yeah, so they broke them up into groups, right? With one side being in Pepe's, the other one with Dale. And yeah. they just watched them do the little routine. So the two teams were Las Pepas, which was Memo, Winter, Regina, Luna, Ivicia, and Rudy. And the mm-hmm. second team is Teas Chingonas, with Mista, Madison, Hunty, Raga, Aviesk, and Stupid Drag. And yeah, so they learned a little routine. And I mean, it was fun to see them fail. <laughs> um very fun. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure they didn't have enough time to re- rehearse. So again, it was gonna, it's gonna be messy. But I think that was the point of it, and it kind of like showed who had better dancing skills than the other ones. It was kind of easier to see who will pick up things faster. But uh, yeah, most of them cannot keep up. <laughs> Did anybody surprise you that you were like, oh? She's kind of turning it. Uh, I think Eviesk. Eviesk, um, during the rehearsals, you could tell it. she did not know how to move or anything. And then in the final thing, she kept up decently enough. It wasn't the best dancing, but I think I remember her doing better than I expected. Especially because she's, you know, the fashion queen, the... Mm-hmm designer so she's definitely not focused on that and she probably surprised herself too she probably found out you know she can actually keep up with with them with practice i thought memo was really bad and he Mm -hmm. didn't even have to wear heels so he needs to step it up because say he didn't even try I feel like, yeah, I feel like he was just kind of like winging it, but he was struggling. It was struggle. It was a struggle for him. Definitely. And then obviously Rudy, she's a dancer. So obviously she was going to kill it and she did. And then from the other team, I, I was surprised the other team that the Chingonas, they were really good actually compared to the other team because mm-hmm. they were kind of, in sync, except for Miss mm-hmm. Taboo. She was kind of on the side doing, trying mm-hmm. to catch up. But everybody else was in sync. Yeah, they did a lot better. I guess they're a better team. Or they were just all bad um, at the same time. True. <laughs> it could go either way. But yeah, so Rudy Reyes and Madison are the winners, right? They pick one from each team. Yeah. Uh-huh. By the way, this yeah. choreography is not even hard. It was so easy. And they were like, oh my gosh, it's so fast. It's so hard. Speak for yourself. That looked hard. It was. The, they were literally walking, doing some hand choreography, and then like turning, and then that's it. They were in one, like standing in one place. If they had to move around, I would get that would be hard. But that was easy. <laughs> okay, we're going to upload a video of you trying it. <laughs> um, TikTok. yeah so that was it i i like mm-hmm. this little challenge it was fun 
And they've never done this. The quick drag was funny because they were all like feeling themselves and kind of like yeah. joking around. And Rudy was so good in the confessionals. <laughs> and they had a professional to like guide them and, and judge them advice. Yeah. He had a little bit more involvement with them. And I think that's always good for their growth. Yeah, I feel like that's what they should always do. They should always have... Well, it's hard for this show because most of their challenges are just looks. But for a challenge, like when it's performance challenge, you should have somebody judge who's an expert in that. So that way they they have some good feedback. Um, I just hope there's more quick drag. (laughs) More quick drag. (laughs) And one time is not enough for a season. They still have a few episodes to go. I want to see it like at least... One more time. See what they come up with. What if they make one of the challenges a quick drag challenge? Oh, no. Like the main challenge, like a pasarela. That would be... No. No. I think Lisa would win. Because she would just be... I don't know. I I feel like... I can see Madison. Madison. Yeah, that's true. Um, Okay. So, vamos a la pasarela. La categoría es la más fichera. And the first one up is winter. winter. It looks like it's winter because her titties are perky and her nipples are hard. Well, they're covered, but they have to be standing up. <laughs> they're somehow. very pointy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I was like, she has... Such lovely eyes. I mean, tits. I mean, eyes. <laughs> yeah, it was very distracting. <laughs> it wasn't even a reveal. Um, she just came out like that. That's what I was going to say. Like, I wish she would have done a reveal because she could have played that out into her performance. Because other than that, like, there was no excitement to what she was doing. And even though they, as far as I remember, like Johnny didn't say that there was supposed to be a performance element to the runway this week. But Mm -mm. that's how the girls took it, except for Winter. She just walked back and forth on on the runway. Yeah, I wish I wish there was a reveal to tease tease us with it, and then and then poke our our eyes out. I did like I like the sparkly thong that she was wearing. However, that must be painful, and that hair definitely makes her look older than I would think of each other would be yeah it's not one of my favorite looks this week at all she looks like that one drag queen in trek do you remember now that you say that i'm like so that was a drag queen in shrek well it was a stepsister and she had she was in drag but yeah she did have a man's voice yeah, that's what it looks like this character would talk like. It would be like, mm-hmm. hey, come over here. You want another Smokes drink? a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hated this look. It's ugly. <laughs> I like her as a person and as a personality. She makes me laugh. But this look is just so tacky. I don't yeah, like very it. very raunchy. It's very raunchy. And it's 
I don't like it when the boobs are just out because <laughs> you can see that it's fake. You can see from the side that it's fake and that's a problem. Yeah. And so if it's not going to be, if it's not going to look real, then I say don't do it. So yeah, I didn't like it. Don't give us, don't give us the milk so easily. <laughs> no. Um. So this gets two stars. <laughs> I like her makeup though. It's cute. The next one up is Regina Bronx. Speaking of makeup, I think her makeup makes her look old and very old. And the hair, obviously. And I don't know if that was something that she was going for because she heard, oh, these movies are from the 70s. But she looks more of like she was alive in the 70s and this is what she would look like in the present after like so many surgeries. Yeah, like a lot. She looks like Raquel... Uh, Welch. Mm. You know who Raquel Welch yeah. is? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she looks like. But isn't her. she blonde? She had she has brown hair. Like in her, I think in her early. No, she has brown hair right now. But anyways, that's what she looks like in the face. Like she's giving me very Raquel Welch. Which could kind of go. Wasn't she from like the seventies? Wasn't she in seventies movies? Sixties, seventies. She's 79, so maybe. I don't know. I can't do the math. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But yeah, I, mean, I think she looks a lot older. And again, I don't know if that's that's what she was going for. It could be. but um, And then she, I feel like she took a really long time on stage too. So again, I don't know if they gave them a limit or, or something, but it seemed like a really long performance. Though, I mean, she... She did put on a show and she had different stages, levels to her to her show. At some point, she had fans. And yeah, I, I mean, I think the performance was good, but the makeup just threw me off from the beginning. I like what she's wearing, though. Um, I think it definitely gives Fichera vibes. This is the one that I thought got it the most right, because it's not so showgirl. It's more lingerie. So I thought I think it's more a fichera because you would think somebody, yeah. you know, just standing in the corner wearing like your lingerie, trying to get people to buy drinks. Standing in the corner, that's definitely not a fichera again. That's not a. <laughs> I think this was. I like it. I like it. Um, it was the most uh, close to the challenge, and the makeup is a little like it does make her look older. So I don't know if she was going for that. Hopefully she was. The hair could have been a little bit more like coiffed. I don't know. It looks like it's just in her face. It doesn't look. Um, it wasn't that one of her critiques that it was just getting. It was. Yeah, it was getting in the way. And then I think Letal mentioned it. Yeah. Now that I see her moving, it does kind of like cover her face a little. But the look is right. I like it. Um, the next queen is Evicia Liosa. With Ivisa, I guess she was trying to be more comedic, and she had the sign on her back that said, Si no compra, no mayuge, which just means, like, don't touch if you're not buying, if you're not paying. She's not free. She's not a free girl. But I don't think she needed that sign. I think she could have shown a comedic side with her personality 
and with acting on on the runway instead of having to cheapen it by having a sign that kind of explains what she's doing. Um, mm-hmm. I did like that she involved. Uh, I think she involved Toxico and Veneno, right? And mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the girls did. So they're using them more. That's what they're there for to be used. I think the look just gives you a comedic vibe to it. And I mean, the tits are out here too, but I think because it's a different kind of vibe that she's going for it, it works ultimately. It's still a little tacky, but I think that was the point. To be tacky? Yes. <laughs> oh, she wanted to be tacky? She wanted to be tacky. I don't like it. She does look tacky. You're right. But I don't, hopefully that's what she wanted. Yeah, the hair, everything is just very dated. This does not look like a young drag queen. and She's pretty young. Yeah. I, I just don't, I don't like it. I, I think, like you said, the the sign on the back is cheap. Like, you don't need that. If you're a performer, you don't need a freaking sign to tell the audience what you're doing. Like, that's not what you what you do. I mean, is it is it the ugliest one on the runway? No, it's better than Winter's for sure. And I just don't like the style of it. It just looks very dated to me. And the, the landing strip on the crotch is like, who wears that? Like, really? I don't think... Ficheras. Ficheras. Um, it. It's just too... Like, a little bit ill-fitting in a way. So, And then the bag, you can see the bra. So, Yeah, she didn't look at the details. Yes. Uh, the next queen on the runway is Miss Raga Diamante. With with Raga, I mean, the thing that stood out, I was like, is she going to like a baseball game or something? Because mm-hmm. um, I have a feeling that uh, cabarets or whatever, cabarets, they were not eating popcorn and drinking water, which is what she was offering on the runway. So that was like, mm, like couldn't they get them some alcohol? We've seen the backstage stuff. They have alcohol for her to carry around. I liked I liked that re- the reveal and the involvement of Toxico and Veneno again. I think she put a lot of work into her routine and I like the look. I think it's just because it's covered, it's not so showy. I think that kind of gives me the fichera uh, element. She's not she doesn't have her tits out like the others. And um, I don't, I don't like the hair clips though. I feel like it looks, um, she's supposed to be sexy, and, and the hair makes her look like a mom. But overall, I, I like the look. I don't know how fichera it is, but I think it's a cool look. Yeah, I think the performance is more fichera because she's selling something and she's trying to get people to buy something. Yeah. It's just the. I think she went for more a modern take on it because that's why she's selling popcorn. And props <laughs> to her because she brought her own popcorn. So, and she like bedazzled the plate and everything. That's cute. But I just, okay, to me, I think a fichera cannot, they cannot overshadow the showgirls. And this to me is a showgirl outfit. So, 
that's why it's not it's not giving me the challenge but it's a good it's a cute outfit though it looks good on her it fits her well it's not mm-hmm. too it's not tacky because it's not like super like vulgar <laughs> not that mm-hmm. it's bad to be vulgar sometimes but like you know it's not like too obvious it leaves yeah. a little a little bit more to the imagination um so I like that. I do agree that the hair is a little matronly, but I like it. I like the style. I like that she's wearing black hair. I don't think we've seen her in black hair yet. So she really she really looks kind of like another queen because I don't think I've seen her with black hair. So I love that she changed her hair and her makeup looks great. And I don't know. I just really like her. I think she she you can tell that she actually cares about the the challenge and even though it wasn't the right outfit, she kind of tried to do that with her performance. So I, I give her, I give her respect for that. It was, it was a good try. It was a good attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, the next queen is Hunty B. Hunty B. So another one that she again. We don't know if they. We don't know if they actually had to do a performance but she didn't do a performance she just walked back and forth on the stage and that's it so that's definitely not impressive and the look is not impressive either i don't think it's fichetta i don't think it it looks right on her and the makeup and hair is very like draggy i didn't think she looked good at all and obviously the judges mentioned the shiny boobs and mm-hmm. it just doesn't it doesn't look right it looks like the whole look looks more um burlesque burlesque yeah it's more burlesque than fichetta i didn't like this yeah i think that's one of the issues um letal mentioned like the girls are not paying attention to the tone of their skin so everything looks off sometimes like their skin doesn't match the, the breastplates or the tights and the face is another color. Um, her makeup is always on point. Hunty B is great at makeup. I just, I agree. The hair, I don't like. It's just too, like, round. It kind of has no shape. It's just kind of like a helmet. It doesn't really give her <laughs> any, any, like, definition. So I don't I really like the hair when I was five. <laughs> the helmet hair? I have that every morning. Um... <laughs> And yeah, I like the outfit on its own, like if it was another challenge, but I just don't. And this is one of the times where she's actually like the styling is right to me. Like usually there's something off with her styling, but this to me looks like it's a well put together outfit. It was just a wrong challenge. And she, I think I want to say like the corset is a little too wide, but I'm not sure if that's just because of the padding and the boobs. But I think she should have gotten smaller boobs because it's just, I feel like it's too wide and it widens her, her midsection a little bit. Yeah. That's why they're like popping out. Yeah. They, they, they can't fit in it. Uh, this is just one of those things where the proportions are a little bit off for me, but I mean, from like a outfit point of view, like it looks cute. It's fine. It just wasn't the challenge at all. So she missed the mark. 
Um, the next queen is Mr. Boo. She missed a mark. Because she, I mean, that witchiness element is always there. And that's never going to go away. That's her through and through. Um, and we don't want her to change that. At least, I mean, that's what makes her unique. But this is definitely more showgirl than Fichera. It's just too over the top. Like we were saying, you can't... The Fichera is not supposed to take the spotlight of the showgirls or the rumberas. It's its own thing. Yeah, and she didn't do anything with the performance. Um, just kind of like bowed a couple of times and done. There was nothing to it. I like the horns and stuff. I feel like she's stuck on horns, though. She keeps wearing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just for this challenge, is not. it's not what it was asked of her. I think her makeup looks great. She looks the most beautiful she's ever looked. I don't I do agree with the the outfit is not does not go with the challenge. I like that she tried something new. She's out of her element, but it's obvious that she's not used to being out of her element because she wasn't moving the same. She wasn't quite as confident. But I appreciate that she went a different route, like more glamour. It's and it's still kind of her her style. It's just that mm-hmm. it's the wrong challenge. <laughs> it's just the wrong challenge. If this would have been in a showgirl uh, challenge, she would have been one of the tops because it's it's very her, but it's still showgirl mm-hmm. and glamorous. So for that reason, yeah, and and the way she moved, it was just kind of like weird. It was so off. <laughs> it was you can tell that she was just like, I don't know what to do. Is this what like? pretty girls do they just move their arms like like where was that creepiness that like very sinister she could have still moved like that and presented mm-hmm. something else but anyways it was good outfit it was just wrong challenge the yeah. next queen is Rudy Reyes Rudy another one definitely got confused because she's definitely giving us a show She's like a more rumbera and a little bit of striptease and so many ideas in everything that she was doing. I think she pulled off her performance really well. It looked like she practiced a lot and uh, she did some like cartwheels on Veneno and Toxico. That was that was pretty impressive. And I think the look looks confused as well. It's just a lot of different elements to it. Like she's got the zebra print and then all the feathers and the two colored hair. They're not bad. I just think it it looks like it's mismatched from uh, what it could be. Yeah, and, and so it doesn't look like Fichera at all to me. No, that for sure is not. It's like you said, it's Rumbera's showgirl. And zebra print can go cheap really quick if you're not careful. And once she buried, uh, once she like took, and the wig, once she, when she took off everything else, it just looked cheap. It looked like just Mm -hmm. very like mismatched and it did not work well together. 
So, I mean, her makeup is always great. I'm a little bit shocked because she she comes out with some great outfits. And this is just the one, hopefully, the one time that she missed a mark. But um, her other yeah. outfits have been amazing. So, hopefully, she can bring it next time. The next queen is Stupid Drag. For Stupid Drag, I think her performance was simple but effective. And then the look was just the opposite. Like it was too simple and not effective at all. Yeah, it it was not flattering. It was not really a look. It was like a, uh, we've been saying like, it's just a one piece, one, what do you call it again? Like a A unitard kind of thing. Yeah, leotard, unitard. Yeah, and there's no like design to it. There's not nothing that wows you. And that wig reveal, I mean, both wigs are pretty ugly. <laughs> I mean, the most I can say that makeup, you can tell she worked on it a long time, but I think it's overworked. It's too much as well. It's too caked on. Um, I yeah, I didn't I didn't like this. I I, I definitely agreed that she was in in the bottom. Yeah, I don't see how this fits the challenge at all. It's just so, so far off the challenge. It's not even a showgirl. It's not even in the, it's not even in the club. She's like on the streets or doing something else. She's not in that scene. I appreciate the performance. It was like cute, like the wig reveal, but it was just like her doing her thing. It's not like she, she listened to the challenge and was like, how am I going to do this? and fit it with my drag. So it was a big miss. And yeah, I agree. She was one of the weakest ones. It just was not, it was not good. And that wig needs to be burned. Like the blue wig. (laughs) Both. Um, The next queen or contestant is Aviesque. Aviesque who? Aviesque or the beast with a thousand tits. I think the boobs really worked in her favor um, because as we know, she's not the best at um, like dancing or giving us uh, movement in general, I guess. And yeah, the, the thousand boobs kind of gave her that element that she was missing. And it also... It's just very out of out of the box thinking for her. And I think that that definitely shows her strength. And she's I like that she's been showing us she's been like subverting our expectations as far as each challenge goes. Like you're thinking, oh, okay, so this week they're doing Pichetta, so it's gonna be sexy and this is not sexy at all. <laughs> Um, but it it works for the challenge still, I think. I mean, it's not, there's no like dress or look that we can see and it wouldn't work in a Fichera movie, but no one said it had to. And I don't know. I just think it's really, really cool, really imaginative. And yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I think you mean it was out of the bra. (laughs) Popped out of the bra, yeah. 
<laughs> um, no, I really like this outfit too because if you're gonna miss the challenge, at least miss it and be amazing <laughs> and yeah. look and do something way different. So yeah, it was in a fichera or whatever, but it's such an amazing look that you're just like, okay. I mean, you didn't you kind of missed the challenge a little, but we're gonna we're gonna take your imagination and the outfit and everything into consideration. And it was just it was a moment. I think it's a moment for the for this series, actually, for the whole show. I think this is one of the looks that people are going to remember. And it has that uh, element of camp, but still kind of fashion. And she played it off really well. I think she really did a great job. And the yellow hair goes great with the with the skin tone. Yeah. So she's just one of those people that pays attention to the details. And I really, really liked it. And the feathers were great. Like, she added a little bit of a some showmanship, even though she's not a showgirl herself. So yeah. it was good. It was a good, it was a good uh, outfit. Um, the next queen is Madison Barcy. <laughs> That's her last name. I thought it was just Madison. Um, Madison. Do you think she plumped up her face backstage or something? Cause something looks off. <laughs> um, um, I don't think so. I think it's just the makeup. Oh no, she had prosthetics on. She had prosthetics on. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, I don't know. It almost looked like a mask or something. I don't know. To me, it had like an, like a horror element to it. I don't think that's what she meant. But do you know uh, who she is portraying? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Lin May, and somehow I know who she is. But yes, <laughs> I do know who she is. But. I mean, I, I guess it's just the way the prosthetics are placed. It's not the most. Um, she didn't blend it correctly, and it's kind of falling off. <laughs> but it, it just it looks a little scary to me. But I think it it works, and it obviously it definitely makes you think of Lin May. And um, she definitely put on a performance for us. To me. If if this was like a rumbera challenge, she would have won, but it's not. Again, we gotta emphasize that it was a fichera one. So I think in that case it doesn't work, but the look and the the hair, I think everything works really well. And this was one of my tops. I think this is one to me, this is one of the the outfits it's kind of in the same category as abby's like if you're gonna miss the challenge at least miss it and do it great because mm -hmm. she missed it but she did it amazing and everything's right and it just really really works the way that she was performing well not perform i guess she was kind of performing on stage she was holding herself in a certain way and the hair it's just like i think that's human hair i might be wrong but i think it's human hair and just the fact that she paid attention to that she chose like somebody that it was actually in that scene, I guess. And, mm -hmm. and she brought her to the stage, to the, to the main stage of La Mastraga. I think that's great. Cause a lot of people, I, I don't know much about her, but I, a lot, of, I'm guessing a lot of people don't know who Lin May is. And now they do hopefully. And now they still don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now they still don't. 
And I just thought it was great. It was unexpected from her. I didn't expect her to have prosthetics on or anything like that. Do you think, well, who was it that was saying that they want to see more of her and that this is kind of like not being herself because she's portraying another character? Mm-hmm. And then Madison is like, I've always gotten that from everyone on the scene that this is not drag and it's not valid. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think about that whole situation? I mean, it's tough because of the challenge that it was. So in that sense, it kind of missed it. So, But as far as imitation, I think, I think you're well within your right to do that. I do think it's a little different than like if you're just if you're just copying completely and not giving it your own element, it's not as interesting for me. It's still drag, but it's not as interesting. You got to give it your own twist or be like really, really good to be impressive. But yeah, I, I wouldn't agree with people who say it's not drag. It's just imitation. Yeah, I think you do have to have, uh, and, and I, specifically if you're going to a competition, you have to have a sense of who you are outside of these characters. So I get what they're saying. I don't think they were telling her that it wasn't drag. So I hope that she she does both. She can do both, you know? She can do imitations. She can do her own self. So just not limit herself to one thing. I think that's great. The next queen is Luna Lansman. I think Luna is what Evisa wanted to be because it's like she has that comedic element to it. She's not taking herself seriously and she definitely did it a lot better than Evisa. She, yeah, like her, she put on a show, but at the same time, and it wasn't like, it wasn't focused or on being sexy and I think it was more of like, I, I feel like she was pretending to be in like a Fichera movie. And she was, uh, maybe, do you know if she was, I don't even know if they mentioned, was she copying someone or like playing some actress? Because that's what it, that's what it feels like to me. Like she's I taking a scene so. and putting on a performance of that scene. I don't know, uh, but I, I I liked it. It's not the most impressive look wise, um, but I think it it worked uh, well enough. And again, like if we're comparing it to Evisa, at least she didn't she didn't use a sign to yeah. to underline what she was trying to do. She actually did it with her showmanship. Yeah, the first outfit is a little chopped. I think it's better when she reveals it into like the lingerie kind of yeah. look. Um, mm-hmm. At the makeup, to me, is a little off. It looks good, but it's her makeup that she does all the time. So I want her to change it up for the challenges. And this is just giving me like the same drag makeup that she does. Um, so there's things that I would change. It's not a great outfit, but I think it's closer to, I think that's kind of what a fichera is. She's not really super glamorous. It's just kind of, um, yeah, she's just supposed to look like beautiful. And, and even though, so you're telling me I can be a fichera. 
<laughs> if that's all it takes. It's um, if the outfit would have been better, then it would have yeah. been one of the tops. But it's just the outfit is not there because the the aesthetic is right, but it's just the, mm-hmm. the actual outfit. The the next contestant in the last is Memo Reiri. So after after looking at this third outfit, to me, I feel like the male drag kind of holds back his not creativity because I do think he tries to be creative, but he cannot like execute it well enough like there's always something more that he could have done like there's always something missing that can take it over the top um in order to be more impressive and hit the mark and yeah i like this outfit it's it's cute that he's playing with our expectations of we're expecting again we're, we're expecting someone to be sexy with it and instead he went with an old man, Dr. Chapatin, as Alejandra mentioned. And, but it's not, it's not impressive. Like it's not, there's nothing to wow you. And it is, it is more comedic, I guess, but it's, I don't think it was funny either. He could have been, if he wanted to go that way, he could have like, have a lot more physical comedy to it, maybe trip over or I don't know, like just do something more push it push it further it's not just it's not just the look that we're um looking at i guess yeah this is very like they said it was a little difficult to judge because it's a fichera and a challenge and how do you incorporate that into male drag so i don't think he really thought about the challenge as much as just trying to present like this old character because if he would have just come out with like his usual um face and everything but like focus on the outfit and the well i guess it's kind of hard because how do you do that (laughs) you would have to play like a character in order to make it work in a way yeah yeah i don't uh, that's his challenge not for us to figure out (laughs) I know they casted him. So if I was to say this is not a feature, this would be more like somebody who's on stage, who wants to be on stage with the feathers and the white um, hat. So this is not even the feature aesthetic. So to me, it's just kind of like you, you miss the challenge and you try to do something different, but it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work for me. Like, and the penis coming out of the, the shorts. It was just oh, like, oh yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, no, that was not funny. It was not. I, I know he meant to be funny, but it was not funny. It was just more like it was distracting a line to me. I don't know. Yeah, it's like I know my outfit's not great, so I'm gonna put you know the sausage down my pants, and hopefully yeah. that's gonna distract. Yeah, and it kind of did for them because they were like, oh my gosh, right. that's hilarious, right? And no, this has been one of the bottoms. I'm surprised mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't there. Like if I was to go, if he, okay, if he was portraying like this old man that was a crossdresser, wouldn't you be dressed as a woman? 
and be like with a bra and have heels on and have like kind of like chopped makeup on like really mm-hmm. bad makeup like why don't you go all the way like you said like go all the way with this character mm-hmm. and it just did, yeah it just didn't go anywhere okay so that is it for the runway um avi esque wins this week's challenge and is la mas fichera Hunty B and Super Drag land in the bottom and have to lip sync to Juana by Thalia. In the end, Alejandra Bogue chooses Stupid Drag as the loser of the lip sync. And Stupid Drag is the second queen to be added to the drag altar. So what are your final thoughts on this episode? I think the proper person went home this week so because yeah the, just the performance was not good the performance on the pasarela it was yeah it's just minimal effort it felt like as far as like the look goes and the lip sync yeah they're never very impressive and i think stupid drag missed a lot of words which she was trying to cover up with like flipping her hair back and forth. And so this week it seemed like the judges were a little bit more happy or a lot more happy with each of the girls performance overall, I guess, versus what we saw in the first episode when they just, just vomited on them basically. And hopefully it just keeps going getting better and better and um yeah yeah, the the challenge i mean the the lip sync was not great these lip syncs this show is not known for the lip sync so it's fine i guess it's we kind of expect it and i like dalia going you know having a little cameo that was cute oh yeah she recorded a message for them yeah somehow she knew who was in the bottom so i don't know how hmm yeah that was weird Maybe it was after the fact they recorded they sent her. That's what I was thinking, yeah. And what it, what I didn't mention is that Rudy was actually in the bottom as well. But then since she won the dance challenge, she got extra points. So that put Hunty B and uh, Stupid Dragon in the bottom. So yeah, it was it was not a great lip sync. I it's very hard to choose from two bad performances. But yeah, I think Stupid Drag was kind of she was kind of over it. She might have wanted to go home. That's why she was just kind of like sleeping a lot, sleeping a lot, and kind of not hanging out with the other girls. So, yeah, I think the I think she showed like as much as we're going to see like growth. I don't think she yeah. had any more to show. Um, she's a great artist in her own right, but I think as far as for the competition, I think she she was done. We were we saw everything from her. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, Alejandra Bogue was a good. I think she was a good judge. I don't know how did you feel about the judges this week. Mm, they were a little feisty, or um, Yadi was at least. Um, and I think we mentioned how that Tal was telling her about her hair in, in her face and Yadi like fought against that, which Yadi never does. She usually just 
stays quiet or has her own opinion and I don't know, maybe there's trouble within the judges now. <laughs> but it's it's good that they all have different opinions and they are not just like we, we don't expect every um judge to have the same thoughts on the girls and that I think that makes it more interesting. Yeah, I think I still think it's dumb that the guest judge gets to send somebody home. I think it's stupid. Definitely, definitely, it does not make sense. It's too much pressure on them, and then because they don't know the queens from the past episodes, so it's just you know. Yeah. Alrighty, this is it. Uh, this is the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And uh, we're still figuring out the the schedule. So please be patient. And uh, yeah, where can they find you on social media? Um, you can follow me at Hello Braulio, H-E-L-L-O-B-R-A-U-L-I-O. And you can follow the podcast at Quienes La Mas on Instagram, where we will post looks for the week. And you can follow along with with the show. And we have our email at Podcast at gmail.com where you can send us any comments, questions, long essays about how much you love Memo. Um, and yeah, don't forget to um, subscribe and rate the podcast. It'll It definitely helps us a lot. Yeah, it's what they base their ranking, their rankings and the, yeah, that's the way that they kind of show people podcasts whenever they're, uh, see the ratings or even just a comment, like they'll, they'll show those more often. So please do that. And you can find me at Instagram at yes, it's yee yee. That's Y-E-S-I-T-S-Y-I-Y-I. All right, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Kind of get lost in in the girls in the girls i'm going through puberty again